0: All right, fellas, what is up?
1: All right, so last week we were talking about weird food things we had. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, yeah, think yeah. of anything. So I, I asked my mom about it, and I figured mine out. It's not – I mean, it's, I'll let you guys decide. So my first day of kindergarten, I brought a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch. I went into the cafeteria for the first time. It's my first time in a school cafeteria. And the smell in there, it smelled, I think it was hot dogs that day. And they would like boil these hot dogs. Oh, yeah. The hot dog and they water smelled sit nasty. out and they would turn green and they were disgusting. And then everybody else brought sandwiches too. And the smell of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and those hot dogs mixing disgusted me, disgusted me. So until I was in sixth grade for lunch, I would bring grapes and mini muffins. And that was it.
0: <laughs> Grapes that's, and that's, mini muffins?
1: That's like, what I ate for lunch every day. I didn't eat a sandwich. I didn't no, like, um, that.
0: no, that's that's oh, how how old wait. Hold on.
1: You said that's what I did from grade? kindergarten to 5th fifth grade. 5th. Fifth
2: that, that honestly sounds like a, like a grade schooler's delight right there. Yeah, it was awesome. Just like no sandwich involved, all snacks. Grapes are like a, the best fruit snack you can have, too. Yeah,
1: but it yeah, doesn't sound appetizing. My issue is that I'm such a picky eater that I never really ate anything super weird. I'm not picky now, but when I was a kid, all I really ate was that and then chicken nuggets or something. Like I wasn't. That, tr- that sounds terrible to
3: me because like uh, for some reason during um, like now, now I don't feel the same way, but uh, during school, like grade school and high school, it didn't matter if I had the first period lunch, I was starving every time for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. This time, doesn't
0: sound like it would fill me up. I have no problem with the combination.
3: I'm just saying. Yeah, I yeah, think it, in it, school, it, I felt more hungry every time I went to lunch than like any any other place.
0: Well, when <laughs> we were growing up, though, Pat, I think wasn't everyone had lunch at the same time. If you were in, like, MVP, right? right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Then, like everyone just had lunch together. But and in like, high school, elementary
1: school, it was uh, every grade was at different times. Every, every I remember it being
0: varying grades, like second third and fourth would eat lunch together and then fifth mm-hmm. sixth would do it and then seventh and eighth would maybe do it but
1: yeah i think
2: that's what it was for my school
1: yeah
2: i that's was just perfect learning
3: perfect. harder than you guys that's
1: yeah. <laughs> by the time i got to high school though parker i would have third period lunch at carol and i would go smash a chicken patty nuggets fries yeah just everything i would be Did, so hungry you
0: have to eat, you must have had to eat a huge breakfast if you only no, had I, don't, and... really,
1: I didn't really eat breakfast so then you must have
0: had to feast when you got back if you're only having grapes and Oh milk. yeah,
1: I would yeah. I would Absolutely. destroy food from
2: three thirty PM until seven. Uh, if I was me, I would probably try. I would try and like flip that into like the best lunch possible. Just like dealing shit at the table, just like trade after trade after trade, after trade until I get something. The trades were oh, huge. That yeah. that's The that trades were huge in elementary
0: school. Yeah, if you had the cosmic brownie, you could get whatever. You yeah,
2: uh huh.
0: Whatever you want. That's
1: the <laughs> <a> golden <laughs> ticket. That's the golden <laughs> ticket.
3: Yeah, I, was a a soccer, I was a sucker. I was a sucker for tasty cakes. Like any t- anyone who had tasty oh, cakes yeah. out. A cosmic I,
1: brownie.
0: I was trading my whole bag away, pretty much, for just one little brownie. <laughs> okay, so we have four weird food things now. with was my chili cheese dogs from Dairy Queen, Kyle's shredded lettuce on a bun, Pat dips his taquitos from 7-Eleven into ketchup, and Nick would only eat mini muffins and grapes for six years. <laughs> so we got some weird food habits, but... Anything, what have you guys been up to, Pat and Kyle, throughout the week? Oh, my muller. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the muller is coming in good. Bro. Yeah,
3: Sam, you didn't see it. Check it out. Oh, man. See yeah.
2: Getting the getting the little waves in the back. Yep.
0: Yeah. Pre game is turning into the party.
2: It's yeah, like, dude, it, it, uh, the party is now
3: like, it's at like twelve fifteen probably. Once it gets uh, long enough, it's just take starting a, to
0: arrive.
2: Yeah, yeah people one, are just one, starting one, to arrive. If it gets long enough, you should take a curling iron to it. Like yeah. if your mom uh, yeah. or sister has a curling iron. Just the back? Scroll, yeah, just the back. Just the, like the very bottom. Not even the entire back. <laughs> just like the bottom where it hangs off. Get a curling iron. That's If them. you were in public right uh, now, you would have... That's the greatest
0: conversation starter ever. Yeah. Great. <laughs> the mullets. is like you, you have to
2: inquire about
0: a mullet if you see one. How I, long think that's a, one says something. I think it's a conversation
2: in. starter between two other people talking about Pat.
0: Well, that could happen too. But <laughs> If it was me, if I saw like a mullet if I, or if I see a gnarly beard or like a sick haircut, I always have to ask someone. That's just my natural like disposition. I have to. And I'm like, how long have you been growing that beard out, bro? Like that's, that's nice beard. I, I can't grow a beard for anything. So I have to ask.
1: Dude, at, before they changed the student center, I was walking in one time and I saw this dude with a straight up W- raleigh fingers mustache
0: uh, i know who you're talking about
1: absurd dude it was absurd he had like circle glasses on and a, sh- a raleigh fingers mustache are I you was jealous? In you jealous
0: you're a bit jealous
1: i mean yeah he, he looked <laughs> creepy he looked yeah. like he was on megan's law but yeah no he uh it was pretty sick
0: yeah um also what we've been thinking about doing to the listeners who are out there we're, we've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, Warzone, we've been playing some GTA, and we're thinking about starting a Twitch channel, so I don't know, maybe let us know somehow on Twitter or, or somehow if you want to see us and our reactions into the gaming, because they get pretty intense sometimes, but I think our Warzone squad is going to get a dub very soon. Possibly tonight. Possibly tonight. Possibly tonight. Yeah,
1: I'm going to hop okay. on after this, probably. We're calling but, the tens of you out there, please. Maybe, <laughs> maybe our first stream will be tonight. Perhaps, yeah. We might actually do one tonight. I have one. I have a, a Twitch set up that we could just throw on the Twitter. Okay, great. Okay. Great. I'm definitely
0: into that. I'm totally into that right now. And I think we – it wasn't last week that we talked about Avatar, was it? It was. The week I before. think maybe
3: a little bit. We talked about, like, watching it but not what it's like. And I'm really glad I watched it. Should, uh, I, can, should
1: we do a thing where I have to watch Avatar for the first time and then we have, we have to do a report back every every week?
0: Yeah, okay. okay. That's fine because – for those who just weren't quite listening right there, Nick has never seen Avatar. Not once when he was a kid. And to me, it was like my favorite show growing up. And I don't think I'm a huge anime guy. Like, that was probably the only anime I watched. No, I don't.
3: That's the thing is most people aren't, like, big fans of that kind of, that kind of stuff. But um, it was so good. Like, the story was so good that everyone watched it.
0: Yeah, and I'm totally into it now. I've been binge watching it. I've almost, it's been out for five days, and I'm already almost two seasons in.
2: I need to I need to watch that like when I was younger I watched it but I wasn't like intense about it so I've seen like episodes here and there but I've never watched like the full story of it
0: I really don't know what it is because I'm not sure like most people our age would necessarily think like oh this anime cartoon terrible graphics it's standard definition you think like that's probably gonna stink
1: you're talking me out of it Sean
2: but it's, no, it's really good. It is really <laughs> it good. Is, dude, it doesn't like, make a me. difference. No. yeah, I'm friends with like a lot of people that watch like are really into anime, and whenever they talk about the last Airbender, they literally say it's like one of the best animes they've ever yeah, seen.
0: It's fantastic. It is fantastic. So how, yeah. it's have you like had-
2: um, it's like anime without all like the corny, weird like the weird stuff that's usually in it. And right. I rem- I remember it not like it wasn't like dubbed over like you know how like yeah yeah Yu yo or Pokemon it was like dubbed over because it wasn't Japanese that always like got me that was one of the big reasons I don't like watching it.
0: Okay, so that's two new segments we just came up with. I try new food and I review it, and then Nick will come in and he'll review TV shows that he hasn't watched or movies that he hasn't watched. That that's our that's our new thing. We'll do, we'll be there, like Raiders. We'll, we'll review. Anyway. You guys want to move into the sports world? Are you guys anything else you want to update us on? You guys been golfing. That's been a big talk. Golf game improving at all? Yeah,
2: Slowly? Yeah, Good? A little bit. I, you know, I, I still haven't gotten, been able to get out and play. I probably could have today after work because we got done a little early, but I, I just didn't feel like it.
0: Okay. All right. I want to start off in the world of sports this week. We act, I actually meant to mention this last week. It would, it would have been more timely if we did it last week, but we forgot. So, oh, well. ESPN was going through the top however many players in NBA history. And last week they released their top 10 and I'll read it out to you guys. And then you guys just kind of give me your response. If you think someone was left out, if you think people in the top 10 should have been higher or lower, we'll just go off a rant. You guys want to go from one to 10 or 10 to one? 10 to 10 one. To yeah. Countdown. Count 10 10 10. Okay. Number 10, Shaquille O'Neal, nine, Kobe Bryant, 8 Tim Duncan, 7 Larry Bird, 6 Wilt Chamberlain, 5 Magic Johnson, 4 Bill Russell, 3 Kareem, 2 LeBron, 1 Michael Jordan. I thought there were maybe a couple names cuz I think it's so weird once you get out of maybe the top 5. Once you get to maybe 6 through like 15, you can pick, I think you can pick and choose a lot of guys. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead.
3: I was going to say I'm fine with that, with that top 10. The only two people I'm thinking of is Oscar Robinson and Akeem Olajuwon. But like, Those are the two the exact
0: people with, I thought, too, Oscar Robinson. Right,
3: but, like, that's the thing is you could you could be like, all right, well, what are you going to take Shaq out now, or are you going to take uh, who else is like, in the,
1: like, bottom three? Kobe, Tim Duncan, Duncan, or Kobe out? No way. No. Yeah, no. right. So I think Tim Duncan should be higher on this list than eight. I think Kobe should be higher on this list, too. I do,
0: too. I thought Kobe at nine was a little low. And I think I you
1: should definitely flip-flop Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm nodding. Like, I read today that Bill Russell was a center at that time that shot 45% from the field. Yeah. It's great and all that he won, but he can get yeah. out of my face. I'm tired of hearing about that guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Bill Russell is <laughs> just the competent – I mean, Wilt Chamberlain was playing against, like, plumbers and shit, too. He but...
1: playing in the same era. And yeah, yeah. Russell right. won. But Will Chamberlain was clearly the best player of that era. Mm-hmm.
0: That's like similar to the, the Michael LeBron thing where it was like who's the better, Mike, who Michael might be the better winner, but we all think LeBron's maybe the better player.
2: Yeah. I yeah. honestly, I think Tim Duncan might, might be top five for me. Top five? I don't know if that's like controversial, but. No, I wouldn't be mad about that. I mean, like. Tim, you said Tim? Yeah. Tim Duncan. He's like.
0: He's, he's number one power forward.
2: Yeah. Number one power forward of all time. He's. Oh, Ray Allen shot away. Ray Allen finals buzzer-beater shot away from being six and zero in the finals. Yep. So he's five and one. One shot away from being six and zero. One on the be- was on one of the best dynasties of all time in the Spurs. The leader of that dynasty, like the leader of that dynasty, he came in with like David Robinson. That is fair. Over. That's fair. He was, uh, maybe that was... give
0: him enough credit because he plays that four position, and it's not. And because because he's just all
2: about the fundamentals, Mister Fundamental. He was consistently good his yeah. entire career.
0: Yeah, I guess that does make a little bit of sense. I never really thought of it like that. It's weird because we're kind of in the era of like fast pace, get out and run. And the Spurs growing up, they were fundamental, you know. I never enjoyed watching the Spurs so much growing up. I always, for some reason, rooted. I didn't have anything against them. But like in the Miami series, I was always rooting for mm-hmm. Miami and things like that. But I guess Tim Duncan maybe should get a lot more credit than people give them. You're telling me you
3: didn't like yourself some Patty Mills and Manu Ginobili? I, I didn't
0: mind Manny Ginobili. I thought he was sick, but I hated Patty Mills.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh,
3: no. Parker geez. loves Patty Mills. Patty Mills is my guy. In God, 2K. I love Patrice. Uh,
0: no, no. Uh, the man Pat from Down under. under. Pat loves a. You love. Used to love Al Horford on two K.
3: I did, but I hate him now.
0: <laughs> this dude <laughs> would abuse I, Al Horford on two K. He would only give the ball to Al Horford.
3: Well, because he was like, for some reason, his three-point shot was incredible. I mean, not for the Sixers, but, you know, his three-point shot on the on the Celtics was like really good in 2K for some reason. So well, I just abused that.
0: Are there any other players we think for this top 10?
3: Al Horford. <laughs> no. Um,
0: Where would you put a guy like Dr. J? Nah, probably not. Uh, he, I don't think he's back to the top 10 either. I think ESPN got it down pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Dr. J's definitely probably top 20, top 30. I mean, if you're in the top 20 or 30 conversation oh, yeah. even, what do you care? Yeah. None of these guys care. They're so much better at basketball than most people would be at anything.
0: I hear you. That's, oh, well, okay, so number one was MJ. MJ, yeah. Doc, it's over. Actually, they are technically playing that movie tonight. i guess we'll review that next week or something what are your takes now that the doc is finished any thoughts mj has he is your opinion of him changed at all good bad worse better whatever you want to however you want to put it how is your thoughts on mj now
2: he's just like a cool dude like 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 i just want to be like mj like, like I Mike. want to be like Mike. Yeah, I want to be like Mike. That made me want to be like Mike. Just like, I wish I had that killer instinct in me mm-hmm. that just couldn't accept the losing and shit. Like, oh my God. He's yeah. just cool, man. I don't know. Do you, but cool.
0: here's the thing. If you were to like team up with MJ in this hypothetical world and he was getting on you, like he would get on his teammates, would you pull a Steve Kerr? Would you like, would you punch him? Would he piss you off?
2: I don't know if I would punch him. Unless like, I don't know. I don't get angry a lot, but once I do get angry, then it's, like, I I almost snap. So, like, I guess I could see myself doing it. Like, I could take it for so long. And then once I get to a point, then I would finally push back and do something. But I don't know, man.
0: I thought MJ kind of – he did open up a little bit. Like, the one episode he cried and stuff.
2: I that was tell. so weird. I thought it was a little – That was
1: so – he was talking about competing, and he cried. That is the weirdest thing of all time.
2: <laughs> he's yeah. a psychopath, but, like, in the best way possible.
0: He got mad because – people are upset. He got upset because people would judge him thinking he's some sort of tyrant, and he was like, I just want you to win because I've won and things like that.
3: You know what's weird about that is I think – a lot of successful people are like that like you really mean? successful people they have like this obsession with uh just being like kind of not perfect but like really good and then like when people are like look like looking down on them they kind of get upset like uh joe rogan just had elon musk on right we i know we keep talking about elon musk it's
0: but, our like, guy yeah elon wait, this, if you want to come on our podcast <laughs> this is your invitation
3: <laughs> so people have been like coming at him and stuff and um you know, saying like he's he's oh you're just a billionaire like you wouldn't understand like stuff like that like, and then he goes and just sells all of his properties and shit, <laughs> and he he seemed like really sad like sad that the people were not like all loving him anymore.
0: Well, there's a actually an, an interesting clip from Elon Musk. I, I think I told you this on Xbox the other night that I was watching a lot of Elon Musk interviews. And yeah, he got, yeah, yeah, he got really upset because he wants to have like commercial space flight. We all know this. And a lot of astronauts and his heroes have spoken out against it. Like Neil Armstrong has spoken mm-hmm. out against commercial space, space flight. And when he got asked this question in the interview, how do you feel about that? He got super upset because these were like his colleagues and his heroes that he really looked up to. And that's hard for him because he's an AI. Right.
3: <laughs> he doesn't and, fully understand that.
1: They didn't code the system to deal with like rejection or anything. Right. Nature.
0: <laughs> But anyway, I think it's similar. You can relate it to like Michael Jordan where you have like your colleagues and other people that you feel would understand your work ethic and your drive and why you're doing these things. And when they speak out against you, maybe it triggers some sort of emotion that we're not aware of because we're not at that level or anything like that.
1: What if Elon's so smart that we all think he's a robot because he actually just built a robot to go do the interviews and press for him?
0: (laughs) Could be. There are too many Elon Musk hypothetical situation or not hypothetical situations, conspiracy theories. We need to get our tinfoil hat on every time we talk about Elon Musk.
1: Yeah, I got to really make a tinfoil hat to throw on. For this yeah, show. we all just, need to
0: make one because we have yeah. a conspiracy theory every damn week.
3: <laughs> Once we get into the conspiracy theories, we'll just put our tinfoil hats on
0: every week. That <laughs> we should have a conspiracy theory episode. True. Yeah, that's what we should do. What's interesting this week about the MJ doc though, fellas, is that It went down in the ratings. NASCAR beat it. It still had crazy ratings. It had, I think it was like a five point. Let me pull up on Twitter. It was around 5 million. And then NASCAR had like 6 million or something.
1: It absolutely destroyed the last dance. Wait, so you're telling me that Lil Dicky was doing the same numbers as the last dance? Yeah, that's what it seems like. That's sick.
2: Yeah, Lil Dicky most watched show in FX history. Mike North tweeted. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, I didn't know
0: that. We'll get to that in a second because I want to shout out little Dickie. Love, I love that show. NASCAR draws – this is from Mike North, at North2North North on Twitter. NASCAR draws $6.3 million on Sunday, and the last dance, $5.9 million. So I beat it by 400,000.
2: Okay.
0: I've never watched a live NASCAR event in my life, and I didn't on Sunday either. But I also didn't watch the last dance on Sunday. I waited a day.
3: No. I think that I think I have an idea why it did probably. I think it's because um like people like us are probably who never watched NASCAR probably aren't gonna watch NASCAR anytime soon. But the people that do watch NASCAR and the people who watch NASCAR occasionally probably all watched NASCAR that like this weekend since it was back.
0: And we're not from any we're not from an area where NASCAR is even gonna be remotely popular. No, no. I don't think the
1: northeast is big for NASCAR. There's probably a ton of degenerate gamblers watching because they gambled on it too. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, when you were, say, you were asking Kyle if he was on the same team as MJ, if he would fold or if he would punch him like Steve Kerr, I feel like I'm just Scotty Burrow. Like I'm never going to stand up to anybody. You know, I'll just okay. smile and take it the whole time and I just not get, get any pissed. better.
0: I would get pissed. I would get so annoyed at Michael Jordan. Really? Well, I'm very, like, type A myself. And Michael Jordan is probably the most extreme type A you can get. It has to be done his way or it's all game over. And I'm also pretty type A. I don't think I'm as type A as Michael Jordan, but I'm pretty type A, so I think I would get kind of annoyed if I was on the same team as Michael Jordan. I don't think we'd be good teammates.
1: Yeah, I I don't have enough confidence. I would just be like, yeah, like, he's the best player on the team. I'm going to do whatever he says. I think I,
0: too, you have to understand that role you would have like, as everyone else on the team would have to, you just have to understand that role. No matter how type A you are, you have to accept that. And if you don't hit the road, Jack.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh Especially basketball. There's like the personalities are like so big in basketball. It's like, it's so important for the players actually have chemistry.
0: That is true. All right, fellas. Good stuff. As always, let's take a quick break and remind everyone that support for seller dwellers is brought to you by manscaped, who is best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools to protect your family jewels. Fellas, we all have a time when we've nicked or cut ourselves while we're manscaping. I know what happens to me all the time. It's not funny and that's why you need to get Manscaped, especially because they have a redesigned electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawn mower 3.0.
3: Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscapes advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past.
0: Impact, let me tell you. Guys, everybody, this is premium and when I say premium I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave if you need it. And the coolest feature about this thing is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trim. You won't have to worry about any nicks or cuts, you see everything crystal clear.
3: And on top of that, they've also upgraded to a 7000 RPM motor with Quiet Stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand, show off your mower loud and proud. With this intelligently designed stand, that's a convenient charging dock powered by
0: USB. If you're listening to us right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code sellerdwellers on manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this deal once again, that's 20% off and free shipping using the code CELLARDWELLERS on manscaped.com. That's C-E-L-L-A-R-D-W-E-L-L-E-R-S. No spaces. Manscaped.com. Go get your lawnmower 3.0. You will not regret it. But let's get back to the show. How about, is that important in hockey or no? Like how much, have you guys have played hockey, Pat and Nick, or, like or whole for life, For the most
3: part hockey players just get along (laughs) like anyway I think a lot of it has to do with there's much less money involved in it like in in uh basketball like you have LeBron making like 50 like probably a 100 million dollars a year total like with all of his endorsements endorsements and stuff and then you have like guy at the end of the bench making like five million right in hockey everyone's around like uh, I mean the, the best players are probably getting paid what like about like 20, 20 million.
1: Nah, uh, so Dreid and McDavid both get tw- around 12, which is the highest in the league. Crosby makes eight and a half. Uh, I thought someone just got like
3: a 20 million dollar a year.
1: Nah, nobody's the highest AAV is maybe it's Mitch Marner has 13 or something, but. Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. It's not. It's not past thirteen. I. I think what they were, they might have seen that somebody will probably get twenty mil after the next CBA because they'll have a new TV deal. Okay. But yeah, what do you I mean
0: with Pat though, Nick, where it's most people they just get along.
1: Yeah, I mean I think some teams more than others, um, but I think the best teams definitely all get along really well off the <laughs> ice. Like that, the Flyers have attributed that to being one of the biggest reasons for their success this year. So.
0: Just the bond and the lock. Yeah, and
1: I know the Blues last year who won. They talked. They there's stories about them getting after it all the time, like partying together and going out all the time and stuff. And I think that a lot of the if you go through the Stanley Cup teams, all of them are very close.
0: Okay. Well, I wanted to talk to you because you just mentioned the Flyer success this season. The season got cut short. Have they mentioned anything about a comeback? That wasn't my question, but that just popped into my head.
1: Yeah, they're, they're still optimistic about it. Uh, there hasn't been the same level of talks that there's been with the other sports, but we'll see.
0: Um, my question though was: Today's May twentieth, May nineteenth, nineteen seventy four. Flyers won the Stanley Cup. What were the chances the Flyers could have won the Stanley Cup this year? Chances? I think they were. They were. I think their odds. I, I know were the they're best. a good team. I know they're a good team. I even saw at one point that they were. I think the betting favorites. The
3: favorite, the fa- the betting favorite, yeah, right? Betting because kids. they were on a streak, like they were on like a crazy good um, win streak. Just not, no, win streak. Like they're still losing. They're just but, on like, a good run. Good run, yeah, really good run uh, throughout like the second half of the season. So,
0: my, I should, I should rephrase that. What were, what were your guys' opinions? How much were you buying into them?
3: Uh, I don't know, dude. Boston was pretty good. Um, there was a there's a couple other teams that were good too. I mean they were I mean they could beat anyone, honestly, that like this year. Uh I think, but uh I don't know. You never know. It's when really we were tell. in
0: Nashville that they went on a good run. Remember yeah, they were finishing the up games? a ten
1: game win streak when we were in Nashville.
0: Yeah, they had the games against Washington and New York uh, and Carolina. Yeah, New York and Carolina.
1: You um, got a good memory,
0: Nick. My god.
1: Yeah. No, I'm just kind of obsessed with the Flyers. So <laughs> but uh I think they're, they had a good shot this year. I mean, it wouldn't have surprised the thing with the NHL is you never know it last year, the, one of the best teams of all time, they tied the I think 96, 97 red wings for most points in the regular season. They got swept in the first round. So it's yeah. not like basketball where you can kind of get to at least the conference finals with, uh, you know, just in your head. But I think that they had a good chance. They're going to have a good, now they have a goalie. They're, they showed this year that they don't need Drew and Voracek to be their only scores. I mean, they were led by two, two guys that are under 27. I mean, the one's 23, the one's 27. Uh, so we have them locked up for a while. All the guys are on team friendly deals were constructed. Well, uh, like the thing is a lot of teams will look at teams like the uh, Maple Leafs and think like, well, they're way better than the Flyers. Cause on paper they have like way more skill, but their third and fourth line are soft. Okay. And the Flyers third and fourth line, like they play their job well, they play solid defense. They can score, but they four check and they wear the other team down. And it's just it would just be a bitch to play against them in a seven game series. Couple, because yeah. they don't lose a lot of games One in seven. a row. I think their worst losing streak this year was three games. That's so. probably
3: why they were the favorite, is because they're they're so deep. Like they don't have the best first line by far. Like really they don't have the best first line, but uh their team has I mean First through fourth line has good players.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys are optimistic. So maybe we might get a parade sometime. Maybe in August. Maybe. (laughs) Well, let's ask this question then, because you guys have kind of just gassed the Flyers a little bit. This will be for all of Philadelphia, which is practically all of our listeners. Well, I think all of our listeners are from Philadelphia is what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Um, What Philadelphia team will win a championship next? Out of the four, don't count like the Union or anything, because yeah, yeah, flyers, flyers, flyers for Pat. Flyers. Say Eagles. You think Eagles? Eagles.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, we'll go out after we all pick. I think we need to give our reasoning behind it. And Nick, what's yours?
1: Oh yeah, I'm going off flyers too. I think the Flyers have four years here where they could, they should be in the run every year.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Eagles as well, Kyle. But Pat. And Nick, they kind of laid out their scenario for us already. They said they're deep, they're physical, they're agitating to the play against.
3: Great defense too.
0: Great Now my, my case for the Eagles revolves around coaching, quarterback play, and I think if the secondary improves, they have a really good shot. So mm-hmm. that my pick is tentative on that secondary being strong. If that secondary is strong, Plus, the receivers – if the receivers are healthy, too. There's a lot of ifs in my scenario, but this is just my (laughs) prediction. If the receivers are healthy and if our secondary improves, the Eagles are in really good shape to make a run.
2: Yeah, Uh, I just think the Eagles are, without a doubt, the best run team in Philly. So, I think they're just going to be there more consistently. Like, I know the Flyers have a good future ahead of them, but I just think the Eagles are always there. Like, they're always in the playoff hunt. And, like, with the Sixers – they're Don't even not,
0: mention that. They just took me off. They just, just not. Me
2: yeah, off. They're just not set up to win yeah. with Al Horford. Like, their team isn't built correctly mm-hmm. to surround Ben and Embiid. So going to The that. Phillies are still – like, the Phillies are going to be better, but they're still a little bit away from actually having a legitimate shot at a championship. And what's holding um, the Phillies back, do you think? Pitching? Uh, yeah, pitching and probably depth and especially, like, young players because our farm system is not good. So, like, players coming up, just mostly pitching, to be honest.
1: We can't develop anybody. All yeah. of our players are free agents. We don't develop mm-hmm. anybody.
2: All right. Spencer wow. Howard
1: might be good, but, I mean, that's – Yeah, I'm excited about
2: him, but he's like, that's one player out of –
1: We need way more than – How about three farm system teams. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was going to be exciting to see him play this year because he's our age. Right. So he's 21. He's turning 22 this summer. He played decent last year. Great. Um. You know, it takes baseball players a while to develop, so I wouldn't give up on him soon. But
0: he was a very high draft pick. Like he was number one. First. one. Yeah, number but
2: one. One. it's like with baseball, it's such a crapshoot. Like having the first pick, like it helps, but most of the time, the best player to come out of drafts are not the first overall pick. Okay,
0: interesting.
2: Yeah,
1: it's so it's it. I mean, you're picking high school kids. Yeah. So you're projecting seven years in the future, most of the time.
0: Yeah. Okay. I hope they've been juicing
3: over this quarantine, right? <laughs> like, who's testing them right now? No one. I yeah, love it. They the should all be juicing players. right now. They should all be know. juicing.
0: You see, like a skinny little baseball player, and then all of a sudden, like the next season, spring training, <laughs> kicks off, and he just looks absolutely huge. Yeah, you just describe
2: would... the nineties, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just just look at Barry Bonds on the Pirates compared to him on the
0: Giants, and then he there you go. Juiced to the absolute gills. <laughs> They're giving them what, – what's Joey Diaz say? It's like, they feeding them what they would give to a pit bull. <laughs> I love watching the baseball players get all juiced up, too. It's hilarious. <laughs> you are, who mentioned uh, – Kyle mentioned the Sixers. You mentioned Joel Embiid, I think. And it circled me back to a thought I had earlier this week. And that circles back to a conversation we had earlier in the podcast about top 10 NBA players. So we're backtracking a little bit. But I'm glad you reminded me of it somehow. What players? from back in the day and players from today do you think could play in both eras does that make any sense yep okay yeah yeah I'll give you my list I I thought of two players from today number one I think is Joel Embiid simply because of how much he reminds me of Hakeem and I think the game back in the day would be better for Embiid because it's a little bit more slow it is a little bit more physical, but he's a big guy, so that would almost be to his benefit. I don't think he'd be injured as much because the game would slow down. He wouldn't put so much pressure on his knees, and he could really work that post game. And Russell Westbrook just a dog. He's just a dog. He would just <laughs> oh, be oh yeah. He'd That's just a go He just go at the rack. Russell Westbrook's my second guy. He would just attack the rim. He'd be a dog, and I think he he don't he won't mind the physicality. And there wouldn't be as much shooting three-pointers, so. Yeah, that would help It would really help Russell. Russell. He's like Oscar Robertson.
3: Right. Yeah, no threes. Uh But uh, that's a good one because he he really does – he sucks at threes now, like bad. (laughs) It was so so weird. He went in a decline over his career, like three-point shooting. How does that happen?
0: I feel like when you get older, you just get better at shooting, right? I guess you have to, yeah. Like Jason Kidd got really good at shooting. He couldn't shoot at all. Oh, and know yeah. Lonzo Ball is about to be wet when the season comes back. <laughs> so. Which I won that argument, by the way, last week.
2: Yeah, uh, you think you did. but I, can, no, I, no.
0: I, I don't know how it slipped my mind that Jeremy Lin's not even in the NBA anymore. Yeah, he, he went out
2: because he went out a champion. Right. Excuse, and he got, excuse and me, he I'm got, He got his uh, bag in China. I completely China.
0: forgot. That's why he yeah. left. Because he yeah, went out his with a bag. Ring. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the conversation. You guys got to name some players maybe from
2: back then that you think could
0: play today or what I did today players that you could think could play back then?
2: Well, I mean, today Kevin Durant, just because literally no one would be able – I mean, no one could stop him today. Like, no, KD, one LeBron. Yeah.
0: Those guys would
2: be fine. Yeah. Yeah, back those guys would
0: definitely be fine. I got one. Go ahead.
3: John Stockton. You think so? Yeah, dude. Look at mm-hmm. Steve Nash.
0: Okay. I
2: think they yes. basically did the same stuff. Uh, Shaq. Shaq would just – yeah, I think Shaq would, Shaq would just dominate in any era. Yeah, he's too no big. No matter what, yeah.
0: It would be interesting, though, because I would love to see how he's managed in today's NBA. I think you're right, totally right. Shaq's so dominant, he would put up numbers. but And I don't want to be disrespectful to Shaq at all, but when you're so big, I think just the force that you put on your knees, I think he would probably have to sit out. Like He'd have to be managed, and I'm not sure Shaq would want to be managed. I think he, he's better off in the era he was at. Because mm-hmm. he would he plays he plays more and it more fits his style, but he definitely still put up numbers. So that's a good. Oh, oh yeah. Well. Nick, how about you? Any anyone you can think of?
1: Uh, I think Will could play any at any time.
0: You think? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. He, of course. And of course, Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah. Obviously. I mean.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't want to admit like these obvious names out.
1: Because I, I always would talk shit on the older players. The thing is, the game has to evolve. So if they don't play the way they did, then the guys now don't play the way they do. And everybody oh. grows up different. Now guys grow up and pick a sport young, and they work out geared towards that sport. And they all are like ripped by the time they're 20. With the a, a, like prototype body, so yeah. I feel like if any of these guys were born at the time that the guys in this era were born, that they would end up making it because they would play completely different. Like if Larry Bird was born in 1995, he'd probably make he'd make the NBA, but he would, he wouldn't play like Larry Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Am he'd, I he'd, wrong? Bro, like nah, not
0: you, like, Am I wrong for like not appreciating Larry Bird so much?
1: Oh, yeah, that no, that's, I'm bringing fire. up Larry Bird because I shit-talk him the most.
2: But Yeah, I was honestly – I was just about to say someone that I think if you took them and brought them in today's NBA it would be garbage is Larry Bird.
1: Okay. Sure like, so.
2: No, like, he was a great player. I'm not denying that. He's just so slow. Like, he just wanted so to be, is to be So is Luka Doncic. Yeah, I so feel like Luka,
0: Luka, be Luka Doncic is more like – I think more like Magic. He's like – yeah, he's like – he's like, like, like a mythical Magic slow. Like, Magic Johnson know. was like 6'10". No, but I'm talking their playing style. Like I think they're like their basketball. Magic Johnson
3: didn't shoot at all.
0: I'm talking about. I
1: think I think it's Larry Bird, dude. Larry Bird was a great passer and shooter. Yeah, he was.
0: All right, I'm gonna. I I when I I Larry Bird was all
1: around great. Great. Yeah, he can dish. His highlights are nice. And he played lefty one game because he got bored and dropped 39. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, First off, that game was bullshit. It was like he made like 10 out of 20, and they were like layups. It wasn't like – they make it – every time I see that, I feel like so many people think he made every single shot left-handed. I'm pretty sure it was only like 10 out of 21, and they were like layups and floaters, which yeah, any dude, NBA player could do. And I can't not make a that left-handed impressive.
3: layup. What? I can't make a left-handed layup.
0: Yeah, but you're not in the NBA. <laughs> we always – everyone <laughs> yeah, always – should be. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, when I think Luka Doncic, I think like he has the basketball mind of a Magic Johnson or – a LeBron Larry bird. Bird. No, not Larry bird, not Larry bird. <laughs> I don't see Larry bird when I think Luca, but I guess they, I guess you can make some connection. I think Luca could actually play back in the other era. Oh
3: yeah. Any yeah. of the shooters can, they could play whenever.
0: I'm not so sure about that.
3: Uh, what? You, what, you don't think Steph
0: could? I think Steph, maybe. I don't think like, I don't think James Harden would struggle a lot more. Oh, I don't know. I think he his ball handling was insane. That's I think yeah, he
2: wouldn't get he want to get the calls he gets today. That's for sure. Yeah, which is like a big ball, part of his game. Yeah,
1: I just think he would play different though.
2: Yeah, but he only does that shit
1: because he gets the calls. If he stopped getting them, I'm sure he would stop. Playing well, we're that talking.
0: Way. We're I guess we're talking like the way people play now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking. Oh yeah, no, that would physically work.
2: pick them up and put them. Yeah. Back. Yeah. yeah Not
0: they get a chance to change who they are. They have to stay exactly who they are.
2: Yeah. I mean, he would probably get needs. he would get a travel call on him every possession,
0: and I don't. And he would have to play more defense.
1: I think Steph would struggle too because I think if he missed one of those deep threes he takes, they're just benching him because yeah, maybe it's not. That's not a huge part of the game, yeah. or maybe he just changes the game at that like, time again. Yeah, now, so
2: yeah,
0: well, who knows?
1: Yeah, I thought crazy. that was a fun.
0: I thought that was a fun conversation starter, though. That was a that was like interesting. Yeah. To, to me, those yeah. were like the really if you could play in both areas, to me, you're that would separate you from the rest of the pack.
1: Yeah, but you guys think Will could?
2: I do, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he was just big enough and strong enough. To be yeah, because I saw
1: a, a video of him actually running up the court with the ball for the first time, and I didn't know he could, like, he had, he could handle the ball very well.
2: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I oh. know he can get up. Like, he can jump, too. It's not like he was just tall. Like, he could jump. How he about
0: Anthony great. Davis? What do you guys think?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Anthony Davis guy. Yeah, because yeah. okay. mm-hmm. he's still he he's a good post game. He's a good rim protector.
0: Yeah, he is. I feel like he's probably not as strong as like he could not stop a Shack. I don't think.
1: Yeah, no. he would
2: struggle. He would struggle with those. He struggled
0: guys. against Embiid sometimes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, often, I like head to
2: head, Embiid usually has his way with uh, AD.
0: Statistically, yeah, I think yeah. he struggles with big, strong guys,
2: which
0: mm-hmm. is yeah. why I think he wouldn't maybe be as valuable defensively, or. I don't know. I
1: think I always On I offense, was thinking about I think he could. He's, his like turnaround game is too good. Okay. I think he would still be really valuable. He was a yeah. guy I
0: really had to think about when I was when I thought of this topic. I was like, AD, because he's top five in the NBA today. I wasn't sure if he would be as successful, so I was yeah, having to, yeah. to bring him up.
1: I would say the least translatable players in NBA history are 80s and 90s uh, white centers.
2: <laughs> Those guys
1: hit the fucking lottery yeah. with the time period they were born. Yeah, because they're not making a, they're not playing a professional sport in any other time period except for eighty to ninety-seven or whatever it was.
0: I think there's more players today that could go back, just because purely mm-hmm. off athleticism only. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I agree with that.
0: The best players from back in the day could come back. Isaiah Thomas, I think, mm-hmm. could play today. Yeah, he could definitely do it. He's another one. But like we're missing names too. Like Giannis is definitely going back. I and think
3: not- De- I think Demar Derozan could go back and. Oh, I don't. I think he'd be better. He'd be better in
1: that era. Demar Derozan, DeMar
2: DeRozan is all. About you're, like right. That no, you're, game you're right. You're right. Yeah. Perfectly. He goes. I think ben the Simmons
1: might be looked at as a. Yeah. If he played.
0: Yeah.
1: I missed that. What did you say, Nate? Ben Simmons. What would he be looked at as? A wizard. A wizard. Yeah, they lock him up in jail. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same thing, but. He would – I think he could play at any time. If you're 6'10", okay. you can handle the ball, and mm-hmm. you're ripped, you're good whenever. <laughs> That's
0: true. Okay. Interesting discussion, but I'm ready to move on. Uh, oh, again, we're backtracking. We're all over the place this podcast. We Pat, – Pat, you mentioned – who mentioned Elon Musk earlier? Oh, I did. And you mentioned the podcast, right? Joe Rogan's podcast just got on Spotify. Yep. Yeah. And now Joe Rogan has endless money.
3: Yeah, fuck you money.
0: The
1: yeah. Howard Stern yeah. bagged Five years, 500 million.
0: Is that what, what it was?
1: Yeah, 100 million a year, five years.
0: I oh, thought it was just 100 million total.
1: No. no. Oh, Holy
3: my God. shit.
0: Joe Rogan, bro. He can do everything. He just does it all. He just, he does yeah. The comedy, the UFC commentating, the podcast.
2: He's just like – he might be the most interesting man in the world yeah but also like the who, dumbest who, most interesting man
0: yeah but he's inquisitive
2: but yeah but no he
0: is
3: he's good at interviewing but he's not smart
0: yeah but i think he I probably learns a lot i think is, he
2: is because he like theory. actually like when you listen to his podcast he like reads up does his research on shit so he usually knows what he's that, talking that's about. what i was gonna think he I does, think he, he, I I does. Think he
0: learns a lot through his podcast but that's the point why that's why he has his show is so he can learn and yeah. you can learn from listening things like that's that yeah, so I feel if you like played a joe classic. rogan bro go get your bag man yeah.
1: he's the classic example of just because a kid doesn't give a shit about school doesn't mean they're not smart because yeah. he clearly retains everything or most things that those interviewers say to him because if you listen to him consistently he'll call back stuff he hears mm-hmm. from the experts he has on all the time with his guests so i mean oh, unless right. he's listening to his podcast repeatedly to like soak up the information he seems extremely smart
0: that's a very good quality to have because i have it in a sense when i'm focused i'm i'm good but I, there's often times when people come up to you and you're maybe you think you're too busy or mm-hmm. you're just not you're not there and they say stuff and you're not even listening joe rogan does a good job
2: at really listening and he's just good at talking to people like, Joe. the fact that he can have a three-hour podcast with one person, it's like if I'm talking to someone for, like, an hour, I usually run out of things to we say, should like less rog- than that. We should, like, make Joe Rogan's dating
0: profile because we're gassing him up so much.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: we love Joe
3: Rogan. Um, well, in other Elon Musk news, um, NASA is launching the first astronauts into space for, in, like, 10 years. Uh, from a U.S. a U.S. ship, and guess who made that ship? Elon. Elon Musk
0: was it SpaceX that made yeah, it.
3: SpaceX is putting people back in space.
0: Okay, so great. For the first time next week. Um, we sh- we should live stream that live react. Yeah. So is Elon going to be there? Oh, I bet.
2: Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. That's like absolutely make or break. Like no one knows of the the person that made the Challenger.
3: Yep. Yep, dude, it's yeah, crazy. Because like and especially yeah. because this is the first time that um, the US is launching anything that's commercial. Not commercial, but that's created by someone else like in a, the government. Like a private private company. company. Yeah. Um so if they fuck this up, like that's a big fuck up. Yeah. Like they <laughs> they We're can't fuck this Elon.
2: up. We're rooting for you, Elon. Dude, people that have stock in Tesla are probably shitting their pants. You well, mean SpaceX? SpaceX or whatever just stock i'll say stock in elon musk yeah. wasn't there yeah, like a speaker on the
1: challenger <laughs> what's <laughs> that yeah there yeah, was there a was. teacher yeah the yeah there was, they they her, class. Her, was full of her, students yeah. watching this and it like oh my god her students yeah. for watching that that's insane man i can't believe they let that air they did not think that through at all. I mean,
2: well, it was, uh, I guess hindsight's
1: twenty twenty. I mean, you don't yeah. think of that. No one's classes,
2: expecting but. it to just go up in flames. Oh, but my God. Well, about, dude, I don't on. want
1: to meet those kids now. Those kids in her class when that happened are probably
2: serial killers now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they became the children of the corn. <laughs> <Nice. laughs>
0: well, listen, we're all rooting for Elon and uh, the successful space mission next week. Kyle, you texted us something earlier. I just want to throw it out in there. I don't want to keep harping on it because we've mentioned it practically every week. NBA has hopes, according to Shams, mid July tip off.
2: Yeah, but what the part I actually meant to send, which was like that quote you tweeted another part, oh, Okay. it was like Disney is the front runner. Disney World's the front runner of where they're going to have Oh, I see. Okay. NBA I season. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: even click on, click on it. Clear front runner. That makes sense because UFC just had all their things in Florida, mm-hmm. and it makes sense for everyone else to go to Florida, I guess, too. Anything else, boys? Or are we wrapping up here? Oh, I got, it.
3: I got, I got like two more
0: things. Oh, great, two more things. Okay, go ahead. Two more things.
3: Uh, number one, uh, Vince McMahon is trying to buy back the XFL.
2: Yeah, I did see that. Oh, conspiracy wow! Conspiracy theory.
3: Put your um, put your hats on, please. I'm on mm-hmm. conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon wanted them to go out of business. He wanted them to go bankrupt so he could buy it at a low price, and he's the sole owner of the <laughs> XFL.
0: You might be onto something, dude. I don't know where you keep coming up with these conspiracy theories. Oh,
3: trust me. I could I could do these all day. It probably,
0: come probably comes from the mullet. The mullet's giving them yeah, all. Yeah, the <laughs> mullet <laughs> is actually giving
3: me more conspiracy theory power.
0: Hey, we've said it. We've mentioned it when we talked about the XFL going bankrupt. We were all in for the XFL to come back and someone to buy it. So, I don't – if Vince McMahon's all in charge and he's the man, I don't care. As long as the XFL is back, I enjoyed the Saturday football and Mm -hmm. all of that. Totally in. All right. Any comments? What's number
3: two? Number two is, uh, have you guys heard about the the two cornerbacks from the Giants that robbed, like, a dice game? (laughs) <laughs>
0: wait, yeah, wait
3: yeah. what? Yeah, Ew, yeah, what are they
0: talking about? Hold on. About like, the Giants and
3: the Redskins. Yeah, or Redskins, Redskins. Yeah. Who was Giants it? Giants and Redskins. Yeah, one from each. DeAndre, DeAndre. Baker and Quentin Dunbar. Uh, apparently, robbed some dice game because they lost or something, and they were pissed off. And the one guy's, um, his alibi is that he was playing Madden at the time, so it couldn't have been him.
0: Oh, I got. I'm pulling this article up right now on ESPN.
3: That's a hell of an alibi. (laughs) I was. But he was his his Xbox was where the where it was getting uh, robbed at. Like he was playing (laughs)
2: there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
1: god! He literally paused the game to go (laughs) rob at some point.
0: (laughs) That's ridiculous. What were they short on money? No,
3: that's, I think it was just because they were mad. They were, it was, like, was kind of like O.J. When he, um, when he got mad at those guys for stealing his memorabilia. And he's like, oh, let's go, guys. Let's go rub
0: them.
1: Wow. Pat McAfee said uh, he thought it was because they just they were down so much and they were like, fuck. And they just kept going. And then at the end, they were like, fuck, I got to oh, get that
0: shit. money
2: back. That's why I, I can't get even get into that. kind of. I,
0: I can never get into like gambling or nothing like that or betting because I, I I'd, I'd lose all my money because I I'd know I would lose my money. I can't do it. <laughs> wow. Pat, those are two great stories. Those are two great stories. That's a good note to end on. Unless yeah. you guys have any more comments on it. Those damn Giants and Redskins, man. They're always up to no do-goodery.
3: Look, Dallas Cowboys aren't the only criminals in the NFC East.
0: Yeah. No. We're
3: surrounded by
2: a bunch of thugs. The
0: Philadelphia yep. Eagles are the good guys of the NFC East. All right. True. I'm, I'm happy. This is a good way to conclude it. Talk crap on the rest of the NFC East, fellas. You got anything else you want to add in? No sir. All right, guys.
1: See so you, you next on Warzone. Week. Stream. Oh, stream yeah, yeah, yeah. at. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Stream tonight. Yeah. Are you guys you on Warzone? You guys aren't
3: gonna hear this. No one's gonna hear this until like two days.
0: <laughs> well, maybe tomorrow or the next day. They'll hear well, it eventually.
1: Find our stream, and then we'll save it up there. We'll post it. Yeah. Just watch it back. You'll know what you're getting into. Yeah, watch it back. Oh, but uh, I'm not going to be on right away. I'm going to go get Chick fil A. Okay.
0: All right.
1: See you. We'll see you on
0: Warzone. (laughs) And everyone listening, we'll see you next week.
1: Coming for that ass, Nick (laughs) Merckx.